Hello there and welcome to the latest episode of the Sith Taker Snapshots podcast. Uh, I'm your host again for today, Rich Polly, and joining me is Liam Baker. Hello. How are you feeling? How are you? I- I'm all right, thank you. Did you enjoy watching uh, an old man wear a hat and sit in a posh chair? Or did you go out think... and walk your dog instead? I went out and walked my dog instead and then shared Fair memes. Shared memes, <laughs> <Shared> memes <laughs> of models. <laughs> Honestly, I can't stand the royal family, but that's just me, each to their own. <laughs> At least you live in a country. Those. At least you live in a country where you're allowed to not. <laughs> and, you know, for now, so anyway, at least. <laughs> go and buy some of the uh, the football groups I'm in. There's a lot of the older generation that are very welcome into the royal family and that everyone else is scum. Oh, fair that's enough. a topic for another day, because I just argue with them. <laughs> This is an X-Wing podcast, not a hybrid politics podcast. So I am sitting with a cardboard crown next to me. He did look a bit like Snoke when he was wearing the super tunica, pure gold robe thing on his giant throne. Yeah. Snoke had a little less on his fingers, though, didn't he? Yeah, thinner fingers on Snoke. Yeah. And not quite as many D&D artifacts around himself. The, The bracelets of sincerity and compassion and the the spurs of righteousness and the was it was, it, was of... there a rock of destiny or something? Oh, there might as well have the the stone of scone, yeah, the stone of destiny, the 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 thing that has under, to come down from Scotland. Yeah, yeah, it it has to come down from Scotland after we finally gave it back. I say we, the English finally gave it back to the Scottish about in like the nineties or something after several hundred years. Um, as like, uh, yeah, no, honestly, we we don't want to rule you, but you know, we've got your really sacred ruling thing here and we're going to keep that so eventually we gave it back to them on the understanding that for coronations they would transport it down to Westminster Abbey and put it back in the chair so it's, yeah. it's under the throne yeah there's a special gap underneath the big throne that this big rock sits in because it was the uh, the old ceremonial um, coronation spot in Scotland that Scone um, was uh, had this big flat rock on it basically and that's where the kings used to get um crowned in scotland before um the english went up and murdered them all basically um oh and took so it. it was like an anti-theft device because it's heavy just kind of yeah stealing the throne yeah you can't you can't steal the scottish crown because there wasn't one it was just like it's enormous rock but they stole it anyway but like the elgin marbles they were really heavy and made of marble they got robbed um we're in hours, embarrassment, uh, aren't we? Oh, hours now. <laughs> the British Empire thieving its way across the world for hundreds of years. Let's go. Um, anyway, anyway, also joining us today is Tim King. Hi, Tim. I just appreciate the extra bank holiday. That was quite nice. It was nice, yeah. We had a barbecue. We had all our friends around on Sunday. And we, we had a couple of little Union Jacks out. And everybody kind of went, yeah, we watched it. It was kind of funny. Because we're all nerds. And we've all played like D&D and done LARP and stuff. So, like... Just watching the the ceremonial, it was like that one one friend referred to it as pleasingly mad. Um, you know, it was like proper bonkers, like lots of big long pauses where they were clearly making it longer than it needed to be, and you know, walking around with swords out and you but, know, promising to defend the realm with this. Got to build the you know. suspense, you know. You can't just you know. <laughs> I said to my wife at one point, do you, "Do you think loads of people are watching this just hoping something will go wrong, but?" and be vaguely disappointed because it's been practiced so much over the last like 10 years that it won't go wrong, but we'd all love for it to go wrong. Like for somebody to drop something, like for Penny Mordaunt in her air stewardess's outfit from Poundland, 
to drop one of them swords or something. It would have been really funny, but she didn't. So, yeah. Anyway, um, Ben might be dropping in later on, but he's not here yet. Um, he's out, so I don't know if that means he's out, out, and he's going to come back, you know, three sheets to the wind and give Tim an editing job to do, um, or whether he's just, you know, stuck behind an old lady in the supermarket queue who's counting out her pennies or something. Well, it's fine. But... When he gets back, we'll just stop the recording. Yeah, that's it. Well, just ask him how drunk he is, and if he says very, we'll say, right, goodbye for me. <laughs> we'll do it that way. Um, okay, we've got a little bit of stuff to talk about. The first thing we kind of want to do is um, like a, a, an attention, an attention pilots um, as uh, as it's gone. So um, Chris Mitchell, who's the TO for the UK Games Expo, has posted a thing up regarding points. So obviously we haven't had points yet. Um, we're not expecting to get points before the end of the month. Um, there is a release of the new Empire starter box, I think, on the 20 something of May. And that is like people are kind of looking at that and going, well, they have to put points out for that because it's got the Thai bomber in it. So they have to put points out for that. Um, so there's an expectation that they will come around then. But that might not be in time for Expo. So Chris has made a call, um, and a difficult call at that. Um, and I'll just read it out verbatim, and then we can discuss it. So he said, with just under a month to go until the UK Games Expo, I wanted to touch base on the elephant in the room, ship upgrade points. It's looking more and more likely that AMG won't have the updated points lists ready in time. Uh, what does this mean for list submission? Everyone should be operating under the assumption that we'll be using current points, so old points. Uh, list submission will be finalized and will need to be uploaded to the Roll Better event page no later than the 19th of the 5th, 23. So that is in 11 days from recording and about a week from when we actually release this. Um, so if you're one of these people who likes to pick what you're doing <laughs> the day before the event, you, you, you can't. Um, so at that point... Um, 10, 10 p.m. on the 19th of May, at which time registration list submission will be locked. However, if new points should be released before the 19th of the 5th and the Yasby app has been updated, we will use new points even if the valid from date is after the 2nd of June. So basically, the 19th is the cutoff. So basically, stick a list in now. And then if new points are released before the 19th, you have to submit a list. Um, but if it happens, registration will reopen until the 1st of the 6th. So submit whatever it is you're going to use under old points. If something happens and the points come out before the 19th, they'll reopen registration and you will be able to change your list. Um, he then goes on to apologize. Um, and this has been posted kind of all over the places where people will will read it. So. We're kind of just reiterating it in case people have kind of missed it for some reason because the bank holiday weekend, they've not been reading Facebook as much or whatever. Um, so they want to avoid, he's basically said want to avoid what happened at UK Games Expo last year, which was that um, it was all a big massive confusion because points came out a little bit just before that. So um, I asked what happens if somebody buys a ticket after the 19th of the 5th. Um, and he basically said, we'll have to deal with that on a case-by-case -case basis. Um, because if somebody buys a ticket and then goes to register and can't register, they'll contact, so blah, blah, blah. But basically, yeah, if you go in, you need to submit a list before the end of next week, um, which is super early. Um, but at least it means you can lock your list in and practice it, I guess. So, yeah, there you go. What do you think, Tim? 
Yeah, no, I think it's um, a call that has to be made. Um, I think, personally, I think it's a little early, but then I'm very much pro um, if new points come out, I want to play new points. Um, so I absolutely get, you know, why Chris has made the call and uh, and and the way he's done it. So no issues for me. Um, you know, I just, yeah, it's just one of those things, isn't it? I mean, hopefully AMG are aware of the event happening and can hopefully, uh, you know, sort of, work with uh uh sort of chris to make sure that we get you know sort of perhaps the points out beforehand but if not you know it's the call that has to be made yeah so we've got um experience of this kind of situation so from the 2021 2022 to take her open when amg had just taken over and there was all of the formative spoiled on stream but not publicly released rules and Everybody was talking about 2.5 and 2.2.5 and the hexiled version of 2.5 rules and all this kind of stuff. And we ran the STO using version 2. And it was the last basically big event where those rules were run. And we basically said, look, if the rules change up to like two weeks before, then we're going to flip to the new version of the rules because we've said we're going to run it under the current AMG rules, whatever they are. Um and everybody knew they were coming. And I think they got released like the week after or two weeks after, something like that, after the event. So, you know, as it was, we weren't using kind of quasi hodgepodge rules. But yeah, you need to basically pick a date and stick to it. Um, so it's great that Chris has done it. But I know you were a little bit grumpy about kind of old points in general, weren't you, Liam? Yeah, I'm really disappointed. Like, I understand it's no slight on Chris. He's got to make a he's got to make a stand somewhere for the benefit of running the tournament well. But on the part of, I, I don't personally understand how you can release a new store champ run to world season, but then not give us the points for the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, AMG have responded to that. They've basically said they want to change points when they think points changes are necessary and they don't want to align points changes to competitive seasons. And they don't want to get into a cycle of regularly dropping uh, new points. Um, now, I think they're in that cycle. They just don't know it yet. They're being in it yeah. regularly. But every time they release a new piece of content, they need to do points for it, which means that the playtesters and the people who have the rear who've been badgering them to say that B-Wing's too cheap, that A-Wing's too expensive, whatever, um, go, well, it seems like a good chance to knock that down to four, that stick that up to five, whatever. Um, so you know they'll start to do it. It might be a good idea if they formalised it, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just... just frustrating. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I was excited for the expo, but this is mm-hmm. proper kill mubbers to play because yeah. I wanted new points, I wanted a fresh experience. I don't want to be seeing the same things over and over. Yeah, and what, one of the things I think I, I look at the expo and say new points do get released on the 19th. We've got like two weeks to f- think up a list. I'll be in a f- like a f- funk of a state like not happy not james brown funky but you know smelly socks funky for like a week and then somebody will post something one of the list building channels and i'll just be like oh that's cool i like that and then that like pleases my brain and helps me to play the list better because i'm interested and engaged in the list um and the thing that i hate the most is where i'm just grinding out another rep with another with the same list and i'm just like i feel like i'm autopiloting it because i actually feel like i get worse with lists the longer i use them for um because it's almost like yep 
we've just done all this now it's just boring just going to roll the thing forward and just cry inwards you know it's just yeah, i want to do I, something else something interesting but so what's really frustrating i think from, from a competitive game point of view i think we do need regular points update and certainly post worlds that is the perfect t- time to be doing a points update because you know that's kind of you know you've seen where you know what's done well and perhaps you know what's perhaps a bit too popular so that's the perfect time to do it and especially uh, like liam says you know start of the new season and you know the communication again from amg is all over the place because you know i'm fairly sure that you know, you know we've we've heard them say one thing and you know obviously you know things happen but it is you know quite frustrating to deal with it my my only concern from an expo point of view um and i think someone's already pointed it out and they may um reach out to rathos or somebody is that if the yasby stream overlay updates um then obviously uh firestorm focus who are streaming the games expo um potentially couldn't have a working overlay so hopefully uh we get something along the lines that you know helps them you know have an accurate stream yeah i mean that's yeah, I'm, the I'm it's it's the main kind of issue isn't with lists and list building because um you can always go to yasby.app slash old and it gives you the previous points to the ones we're currently playing in to build lists with so you know a little bit of communication from the organizers could get people onto a list builder that's got the right points in it um but the stream overlay doesn't so then you end up it's not a massive problem. You know, you put a big banner across the bottom that says stream overlay not correct. Um, don't ask us about points sort of thing. Oh. Um, I was going to say you know. as well, like, surely AMG must have the world's qualifier. So it'd be the first world's qualifier in the world and it's UK Games Expo, which for them is going to be big for Shatterpoint and stuff like that. So they must yep. know that this event is happening. And you'd yep. like to think that either points will come out in sufficient time that you know, they could use it for the Games Expo, or even if they wanted to release it the week before, they you know should just sit on it for a week, and then you don't have that kind of in-between limbo of, you know, these are the points we should have been playing sort of thing, because that's, yeah. that's the one thing that's always bugged me, is playing, and I did this, you know, same in 40k and stuff like that, you know, it just bugs me that, you know, you end up playing a tournament with old points, and it's just like you're sort of sat there. And it's not that you know the event doesn't count, but it's just like, well, this this list is now illegal that I'm using to play. And if you know someone might win the event with a now illegal list, but yeah, I mean, if it's old points, right? I've looked at some of the people that are attending. If it's old points, then you look at it and you kind of go, right, Fan is going to be using the list that he won Sith Taker Open with and went to Worlds with. Bartosz is going to be using Battle of Yavin Han plus four A wings you know, um, and so on and so on. You know, you look down the list of players, a lot of people have said, yeah, I'm just going to be using my world's list. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to, I'm going to recycle that back out again. I'm not going to try something new because there's worlds, there's world's invites on the line. There's really good swag on the line. So, you know, people aren't going to be experimenting where Wild West meta, where, you know, who knows what the points changes are going to be. But, you know, it could be anything. So you could see anything. So as as Liam said, you get a fresh experience of, you know, oh, I've never played against this combo of ships before because previously that thing was seven points and now it's five, so now it's affordable or whatever. Um, you know, it's one of those things where everything could change, you know, and, and just in terms of archetypes that you see across the table. Plus, you know, people will always bring the old stuff, but with a few tweaks, just because it's like, 
yeah, Wild West meta, maybe I'll just do fine if I take what was my old list, but I sub out one of the good ships for a worse ship. It's like, um, remind me of the last points change when, um, do you remember the, 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 the ISB jingoist season when they, those things were two points? Yeah. And there was that um, Vader plus a Decimator plus two of them and something else list doing the rounds. And it was absolutely disgusting. And then there was a tournament a little bit after they got nerfed and people just played that list, but with generics instead of the Jingoist. It was like, it's probably a little bit worse because it hasn't got the ISP Jingoist, but it fundamentally still flies the same. And all the reps I've put in are still valuable. So maybe it works, but I mean, ultimately we've got, what, 11 days, a time of release, probably about eight or nine days to make a list decision. I think I've made one. I'm going to mercilessly steal something from the um, the world's top 16. <laughs> go through and pick one that I like the look of and be like, yeah, I love, love that one. Let's go. Can I take a punt at what it is? Uh, you can. It's the rebel list of the B-Wing, isn't it? Nope, because I've tried that and it's hard. So it's not an easy list to, to use well. It's an easy list to push across the board and alpha torque people off for a couple of turns, but as soon as you hit a very accomplished player, they'll just pick you apart. I mean, that, so Bartosz's list. That's hard too. I th- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th- I, th- I think, yeah, so I mean, like, you can look at the, the, the standings from Worlds and you can very much look at, you don't want to look at individual lists, you want to look at the types of lists because there's some very, very good players that, that can make, you know, uh, less meta lists perform better. But generally, even if they're good players, if they're same kind of list and you've got that Imperial, you know, that Imperial salad is is kind of, you know, um doing quite well and there's is Republic and bits and bobs. So mm. you, you know, yeah, you you look at those kind of lists and you think, well, you know, if they're doing well, you know, what can what could I take that is, you know, like that and, and what sort of fits my style. So yeah, very much. I'd, I'd look at you know what did well at Worlds. Yeah. Yep, that's basically going to be what we're going to be doing for the next week. Which um, does make Expo a little boring because then it's like, how many people take the? Oh, I'm going to call it the Don Flanagan CIS, you know, four ship. How many people take the, you know, the Corotin, um Yeah, you know, Vader's into your ties. Then you've got the. Vader Reaper ties that Andrew Cox flew into the final. Then you've got the six sheep, six ship first order, six sheep first order, six <laughs> ship first order list um, that you know Dave Sutcliffe and obviously Nicholas God um, ran deep into worlds with and and eventually won it. Um, you know there are lists that are just really really good, um, and then there are lists that are good in the hands of good pilots, and then there's a bunch of other stuff, and you know. It's gonna be. It's gonna make UK Games Expo. It's gonna be interesting, and it's gonna be a bit of a Shark Tank anyway. I think in terms of who's actually going. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be interesting. But anyway, um, massive shout out to Chris Mitchell for um, actually doing the um, doing the the necessary instead of leaving us all kind of hovering. Because at least now we can start to plan um, and start to think about you know what lists we're gonna take, and then obviously if points release on the nineteenth. Um, we'll all throw our hands up in the air in glee slash horror at what's been changed and then it, it'll be the wild west and we'll have a great time and then ultimately we can blame our list choices rather than our poor piloting skills because um, you know 
Wild West meta. It's like, oh, I made a badless choice and oh, it just didn't work out on the day. But, you know, if you're taking something that went to top eight in Worlds, you know, in the same meta as Worlds is being played in and you, you bum out with it and you've got nobody to blame but yourself. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Um, speaking about UK Games Expo, um, we've not had any other announcements or anything like that of interest. Um, but tickets are still on sale. Um, at time of recording, there are 37 left. So they've not quite broken the 100 barrier yet. Um, they are, I can't do maths. 21. 91. Yeah, 91. Thank you, Liam. So they are 91 at the moment. So, um, yeah, if you're interested in coming along, this swag is going to be sweet. It's been lovely to see people. Um, we've commissioned a few bits and bobs so that we can hand them out to people when we're there, when we play against people and stuff. So that's going to be cool. Um, so, yeah, um, it's going to be a lovely little wholesome environment um, of uh, European X-Wingers um, X-Winging with each other while ignoring the enormous convention just over there because we haven't got time to go and walk around <laughs> because we're too busy playing X-Wing. Um, cool. Um, so next thing that we're going to talk about is, um, Tim, you ran a competition over the last week or so yeah. on Facebook. You said like you used words like like and subscribe, which my kids genuinely laughed at during the congreg uh, the coronation because at one point the, the 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 incoming king had to say that he subscribed to, and my kids just jumped up with glee and shouted, "He subscribes! He subscribes!" And I was like, "Well, YouTube generation, there, let's go." I think I said um, like and follow, but you know, I, I get I get what you're saying, but um, yeah, like so, I I thought I'd take the opportunity it being May the fourth to do like a little giveaway, so I've got some. Spare bits and bobs, Sif Taker branded stuff. So just, you know, the old arts we've had done. A couple of Sif Taker target locks that I've had for many years and never use. And obviously one of our score pads. So, um, you mean the, the very rare, highly desirable Sif Taker target locks, right? Yeah, yeah. But I I, I use my colour co uh, coordinated ones that, you know, that Cogo 2 did with all my Sif Taker dials. So <laughs> I, I don't need them. So someone else can have them, but yeah, basically I thought so. We um, we well, we uh, the tickets officially went up on sale for uh, Sift Taker Squadrons twenty twenty three, which is our three player team event, um, and sort of in that vein, I said, well, you know, go on then, you know, like and follow the page, like the comment, whatever, um, mm -hmm. but you know, tell us what three pilots from a cross X wing max one per faction, you know, what would you take, um you know, and, and why. Um, and just a bit of fun, really, to see what sort of mad concoctions people came up with. Um, some of them were a little bit predictable and a little bit, no, like, you know, no one just explaining, just like literally just listing three ships. Um, but yeah, some of the people that thought a bit more about it, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's quite amusing to see. Have you guys got any favourites? Yeah, I do. Nobody posted it though, right. so it's just my favourite. Um, so I don't know if you remember, but a little while ago, it was during COVID. Somebody ran a like the Attack of the Clones or something TTS event where basically you could have Camino Cup. That's a Camino, yeah. Yeah, you could have multiple copies of the same pilot and I. I don't think it was Camino Cup. It might have been a Steel City thing or something. Oh no, so um, yeah, Camino was. Um, it was all the clone alt art. Yeah, that's right. I didn't. I didn't play for that. I wish I had because it was lovely stuff. But mm. um, it was um, you were allowed to use like multiple copies of limited pilots. So I think it was won by 
three Ray Falcons with Ray Gunners on or something like that. Like it was bonkers. But I flew Anakin, Anakin, and Anakin. Um, so I had Chopper, Delta Seven, Anakin, Baby Anakin, and then one, and then Anakin in a Y wing before they nerfed him. It was a huge amount of fun. Um, and not as good as some of the absolute degenerate filth that other people came up with in the in in the format. But um yeah, no, so I um I looked down the list and uh, I must admit that my eye was immediately drawn to um well to two things. First of all, Matt Coggins needs to be banned because he had the opportunity to do three Falcons and he didn't. And then he said that a cool themed list involved more than one Falcon and there's only one Millennium Falcon, so it can't be themed if it's got two Falcons. So um so I'm gonna write him off. Surely, yeah. If he'd specified Ray, Ray in Ray's Falcon, Han in the Millennium Falcon, and Lando in—is it Lando's Millennium Falcon? Yeah, but Ray's Falcon is the same Falcon as Han's. I, I, Falcon. I know, but but naming the specific titles. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so you disqualified Matt for being rubbish. But... Yeah, do better, Matt. Yeah. Try try and hit top sixteen at a big event, eh? <laughs> too soon. Probably too soon. Careful there, Liam. Throwing <laughs> 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 stone, stones and all that. Glass houses. I don't care. <laughs> trash recognizes trash. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I, I, I really liked um, Luke, uh, Luke Vader and Annie. Um, I liked Alan Barlow's suggestion of having Luke Skywalker, um, Darth Vader, and Anakin Skywalker. As like a, a three pronged ace list, um, and it like looks really nice and really simple and quite thematic in terms of yeah they're, they're all really strong pilots as well. So individually, I mean honestly, scrolling down it, there's a, a list of a combination of really really good things. Like Mark Riders is really interesting to look at as well because he's got Battle of Yavin Vader from a New Hope, Rebel Leia with Chewbacca and Lando, and Luke Gunner for the Empire Strikes Back, and Q9 with the Razor Crest and Grogu. Mando for the return of the jet. So he's like gone to three three different eras um as well mm-hmm. as uh, on cross faction, which is really, really nice because he's got one one ship combo from each of the eras. Um so it's that? really good. But what about you, Liam? Uh, you got any favourites? Uh again, I've got my own version, but I'd, I'd say uh my favourite one here is Django from the CIS uh, in the fire spray. Uh Scum Boba in the fire spray and then Braylon Stram in the B wing. And that's uh Wikine. Uh, it's two fire sprays and the best B wing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I thought I'd jump in there and, and see what Liam th- thought before Rich just listed them all out. So. No, I was going to stop after two. I promise. Uh, so my, my honorable mention is going to be to Tom Candlin, uh, who was Janor's, uh, Palob and Vader Defender. Um, cause he actually also says along the lines of like Palob can, uh, uh, coordinate Vader, still a token. And then Janor's pumps Vader up, um, which all seems quite nasty. Um, be sick in the mouth. Yeah. But okay. no, I, I think, yeah. I think the winner, um, I've picked, uh, is for the pure, we 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 know who who all the uh, you know the chaotic neutral characters are in uh, Star Wars, and it's definitely the uh, the droids. Um, so Mark Packer Hughes uh, picking Rebel AP five Resistance BB eight Republic R two D two. It may not be any good, but it'll be a, absolute chaos. And uh, you know you can do Bob D making lots of like droid noises and stuff while you play. 
calculates for everyone. Yeah. So, um, so Rebel yeah. AP5 can coordinate people while stressed. BB-8 can do boosts to then be coordinated while stressed to do other things to then take, because he'll have Han on multiple evades, so that'll be fine. And then Republic R2-D2 can pass tokens around and do rerolls and stuff. I mean, I, I didn't say that like, it had to be a legal list, a competitive list, or anything like that. It was just kind of what took my fancy. Yeah. And, you just uh, want to put Chopper in there as well, just for maximum kind of chaotic neutral droid activity, because Chopper has got the highest kill count in the whole of Star Wars. Yeah. So... It, you know, it, you know, it does make me, uh, you know, sort of, yeah, think about, you know, stuff like R two D two. Like, you know, he never actually gets his memory wiped. He just, he's just sat there. He knows all the secrets. He knows all who everybody is, but just doesn't say anything. He's just a, an absolute dick, <laughs> di- a bit of a dick, sat in the background and just went like. I I think that the reason he does that is because at the very start of A New Hope, um, Obi Wan Kenobi says, "Oh, I don't recall anything a droid before," and R two D two just sitting there going, "Dick." Yeah, just takes per- <laughs> just takes personal offence to it. And just like right, in which case I'm I'm not going to say anything. Is <laughs> that right? Fine, you want to play dumb, I'll play dumb, <laughs> idiot. Um, yeah, apparently Chopper's kill count is fifty thousand. So there you go. Oh yeah, it's mad. Yeah, it's to be fair. Who blew up the Death Star? I'm pretty uh, sure that had more than 50,000 people on. So it was, I mean, it's Luke, and then the second one is, I think it's Wedge that take, or is it Lando? Anyway. Oh dear, that's a, a serious bit of Star Wars. Who shoots the torpedo? So it's Luke in the first one. It's Luke in the first one. Um, no, this is bad, because we should oh, all know God. this. I'm, I'm not I, know Jake, I know Jake Farrell's the, the A-Wing that's in with Wedge and Lando. So it's Lando and Wedge. Both yeah. flew inside the superstructure and knocked out its min reactor. So Yeah, Lando go. and Wedge. Yeah. Blub, blub. Yeah. Anyway. What would what would your three ships be, Rich? Um Like I I mean I love the N1, and I love Anakin in the N1 conceptually, but in reality, he's bad. So, I'm, But I'm going to include him anyway, um, because I love the ship and the idea of the ship. But um, then my other one is I'm a, I'm a massive fan of Anakin with Chopper, so I'm going to do those two Anakins. I'm not going to do the... Um, so, like, baby Anakin and, and proper Anakin, and then I'm not going to do um, Y-Wing Anakin, because he's gash now. Um, I'm going to do... Oh, I don't know. Who do I really like at the moment? I think it just goes to Vader, to be honest, to just keep with the thematic thing of of the the, the different ages of, of Vader, of like him growing up from being a kid to being a kind of whiny teenager to being a grumpy old man. I'll do that. How about you, Tim? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think it'd have to feature Torkoal Mux. Probably, but I'd probably pick my you know, yeah, my, my my favorite pilots. You know that I've I've been trolling people around with you know various abilities and stuff like that. But um, yeah, either that or it would probably go down something like you know um, Rear, uh, Rear Admiral Chirino. Uh, probably. What did I have? Who did I? Who did I used to fly in the Ghost? In the Ghost Rider build, would it have been? It wouldn't have been Kanan, so it would have been 
I don't know, Chopper probably in the in the Ghost, and then um, it was probably know. a little old rebel. Well, it might have been. I can't remember. But, you know, but back in the day. Oh no, actually, no, that's it. No, when I've Dash Render. Yeah, that's it. When I've Dash Render, uh, Rack, and uh, probably Dengar. Not Torkoal Mox. No, unnecessary. No, we'll just go for three three uh, big ships that have, have all got um, special places in my heart for generally being offensive to people. See, I personally, until Tim said there was no actual list building requirements, didn't have to be legal, I went from Defender Vader, Fen, and Dirge, which comes out of 20 points, to Defender Vader, Fen, and Sunfak. That would be my three. Anyway, like I said, you know, there wasn't actually a, a, you know, it has to be this kind of this. It was whatever took our fancy. So, I mean, it is brilliant. Like, you could run a TTS tournament and just be like three ships, cross faction, 20 points. Mm -hmm. Just, but your limit is three ship lists. Um, And then just see what people do and what they come up with. Well, um, let, let Ben know for the next season of the uh, online league. Of the online league, yeah. Speaking of which, absolute madness has occurred. Um, the online le- league. Um, so we're done with that. I was going to say before we move on to the online league. Um, we'll we'll draw a winner at random, will we, Tim? No, no, no. I've I've, I've said I would pick our favourite, and as uh, I'm going to, um, you know, as it's my thing and my my prize I'm giving away, I'm going to give it to Mark Packer Hughes for his uh, chaotic droids woo, woo. well done Mike Packer Hughes well done um and he'll actually use the stuff because I know him so he'll, he will use it which is good so I'm gonna go in a drawer and we'll, um, we'll, we'll say a big thanks to uh Mike at uh Vector Squadron Creative for designing our cards because um I mean, those cab banes are lovely I mean the other yeah. ones are as well uh but yeah I, I re- really do like the uh the cab banes yeah they're really nice I've got some of these scum ones in a box. We've, we ran out of separatist ones at the Sith Taker Open because everybody took them, but we've got a pile of the scum ones in a box. It's like, yeah, we can give some of them away at the UK Games Expo. Sadly, they're not for a very good option, but, you know. Well, no, anyway. no, you say not a very good option currently. Yeah, currently. He that's could it. land be three points. Well, this is it. Or, I mean, it's not just, but that's it with points. It's not necessarily what, if it comes down, it's what else goes up around it. And yeah, then it, you know, perhaps it becomes a more viable option. So, you know, fingers crossed, we might see uh, Liam's favourite red-eyed bounty hunter appear on a tabletop somewhere soon. Scarlet-eyed dream world, the dreamy scarlet-eyed hunk. <laughs> anyway, feels slightly unclean. Um, so <laughs> we're going to talk about um. Little, little bit quickly about the online league. Um, it started. We've commed out via everywhere that it started. Um, in the end, there was a reasonably large number of people who signed up for it. Um, I'm just very quickly clicking through to try and find the number exactly. But um, yeah, we're firmly in the middle of round one at the moment, and I would like anybody who listens to this but hasn't yet started to do their um 
or to try and sort their game out um, to please go on 192. Track, your game out. 182 players. There you go. We've had a couple of people have dropped out of it and stuff like that. I got paired into a Sith taker. So there you go. Three. <laughs> I got paired into James Bailey, who hasn't played X-Wing for a long time. So I'm either going to win and feel bad because I've beaten somebody who's barely played X-Wing for a year and a half, or I'm going to lose and be really cross and drop from the league. So those are my two outcomes. Um, in the next you, week, you play it in real life, and if he wins, you go, "Well, that doesn't count because it has to be on TTS." Yeah. Um, see, the set, the thing is, I would love to play it in real life because James is a lovely fella, um, but he doesn't often actually come down to club. He kind of turns up at events, um, and usually he turns up at events when about two days before the event, he said, "Is there any X-wing going on this weekend?" And somebody says, "Oh yeah, this thing's happening in this place," and then he just turns up. With you know four Tie Fighters, Darth Vader, and a and an Inquisitor or something, and you know it's it's very odd. Um, I I couldn't live my life with that lack of planning, but you know some people do, so that's fine. Um, so anyway, yeah, thanks for everybody who signed up. Um, we are going to do some sort of prize support for the person who wins this um this competition, but it's not going to be anything massive. Um, and then we're going to split people down into a. a a number of different leagues. Um, I don't know how many leagues there's going to be and how many people are going to be in it because basically what we'll do is we'll ask people to register to get into the league once they've been given a position and to say, you know, do you actually want to be in this thing? And then, uh, but they're normally leagues of about 20 people. Um, so, yeah, anyway, that's that done. Well, well that's it. So it's, it's eight, eight rounds um, normally. So, yeah, and then, yeah, we just yeah, keep redrawing or there'll be promotion relegation between various leagues and stuff like that going forward. Yeah. So, And there's going to be two months of games before we even get to that point. So we've got plenty of time to sort it out yeah. um, between now and then. Um, on other online X-Wing news, um, a broadcasting announcement from PFO, who might have joined us this week but hasn't, um, about the XTC, or hasn't yet. Who knows if he's going to realise he should have done and jump in on Discord in like 10 minutes. But um, So XTC 2023 is, is the online version of the XTC in 2023. Um, currently, we are in the captains expressing interest in a team having, uh, a country having a team. Um, so the online XTC is nation-locked. Um, they're currently in discussion about whether there's going to be multiple teams per country, how how many pilots there's going to be per team, all of this kind of stuff. It's mostly locked in, but what they have said is that if you are interested in playing for your country in the XTC, then you should reach out to your captain sooner rather than later to make an expression of interest, but then it is your captain um, who will make the choice as to whether or not you're in the team. Uh, If your country doesn't have a team and you would like to form one, now is a good time to get in touch as well. Um, so, uh, yeah, you can you can join the XTC Discord. Um, you can open up a, a line of discourse with them as well um, to, to sort it out. Um, it's a really fun and interesting and involved and engaging thing once it gets started. Um, it's a massive. It's a it's a bit stressful. It's a massive pain, stressful pain for captains. Um, but I'm, and I'm looking forward to doing that. Um, so we're looking at the group stage starting on or around. Um, the 16th of October, sorry. Um, so it's going to actually happen in the back end of the year post-summer because last year during summer got feedback from a lot of people that they couldn't do parts of it. And then the final stage, which is two days um, of kind of everybody plays everybody and it's all a bit mad, um, aiming for the 9th to 10th of December. So um, That's the uh, the top 10 teams normally, isn't it? That plays, yeah. plays in the final. 
yeah, or the top however many it ends up being this year yeah. when it comes to it. Yeah. Um and you basically do a round robin. Um and it's a bit hardcore for two days, but um because it's organized by Europeans, it's run on European time zone, which means that um we should win, but then Canada turn up and play from like three o'clock in the morning until four o'clock in the afternoon on two days and beat everybody. So my nationality to Somalia on the basis that I've watched both Captain Phillips and Black Hawk Down. Are you pledging your are you pledging your nationality to anybody that'll have you, Liam? Preferably Somalia. Uh, <laughs> you could just be the pirate king, yeah? I know. I mean getting bomb up world's performance, I doubt I'll get picked, but I am happy to be a pirate king. <laughs> well you've got a few events between now and then to to, to turn it around you're only as good as your last performance which sadly for you was dreadful but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. can only go up from here <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure if there's new depths to be uh, well to fall to I'll find them as long as you, as long as you stop trying to make tri-fighters work you'll be okay mm, I'm not going to be okay <laughs> <laughs> tri-fighters they work um, right uh I'm. I think we might have run out of things to talk right, about. Team today. event. Oh yes, team event. Um, so, I just posted up. We've had another team in, Tim. I don't know if you saw. Yeah, that I, saw, I saw that. So uh, Dan Athy and the Stall City guys have signed up. So uh, we are. Yeah, obviously I, I mentioned briefly running our three-player team event uh, Saturday, twenty-first of October, board in Brum. And uh, so that's currently six of the 16 spots have now been paid for. Um, unfortunately, by the time you listen to this, the early bird price will have gone. Um, but if you find us on Facebook, check our events uh, section, you'll find uh, all the details you need to sign up your team. Uh, basically, XTC style, although it's only three players. Um, so one player per faction. And it's a lot of fun, and I believe Liam or Boarding Brum or somebody is going to be running a singles event on the Sunday, um, so you can come to to Boarding Brum and make a weekend of it if you want. Yeah, let's do that, because beers and food is also good. Yeah, that would be nice, nice little weekend, and actually that will be, um, I mean, it looks like it's going to be towards the back end of Store Champ season, because uh, we're getting uh, Store Champs announced, and some of them are starting to bleed into September, October, because again you know slightly late notice or late arrival of kits and who was getting kits so people are now you know june's fully booked july's fully booked so we're now bleeding into august and september and october now yeah it's it's just worth pointing out that um if your local game store hasn't got a kit that there's been a few game stores who've said i haven't got one and then they've contacted the right people and they've suddenly got one so we don't know how many there are out there, but there are other stores who have also picked one up and are now realizing that they don't want to run one or they can't run one because uh, they haven't got the space. So they've given it to their community and said, can you run an event? So, um, yeah, if if you've got a game store that wants to run a store championship but isn't able to, um, kind of reach out to other TOs and people like that in your local area and just say, you know, we want to run a store kit, but we haven't got one. We've got the space and the facilities, but we don't have the kit because um, somebody might have one, basically, is the long and the short of it that, that they could use. Um, although at this point, there's been quite a lot of swapping and trading already happened, so it might be too late. But, you know, if you don't ask, you don't get. So, um, yeah, the um, uh, I think at last count, there is a 
Um, so as well as the 186 tournament tracker, could always plug that because we should, because it's a great resource. Um, Chris Mitchell, who we mentioned earlier for UK Games Expo, is also pulling together um, a graphic that he's updating as and when he finds out about new events and is putting on the UK um, and Ireland Facebook group. Um, I think he might have pinned it as a post so that it's always at the top um, at the moment, or it's certainly there at the minute. Um, but there's currently, I think, 12 or 11 or 12 confirmed dates kind of running from. Um, Olympus War Games in Pontefract um, at the weekend, so on the 14th of May, um, and then through uh, the Firestorm Games, the, the Welsh Open, um, which is, I think, got one. It's technically is a, a store championship, but it's also they're they're using their store kit basically to put a world's ticket on the on the line as part of their prize support. Um, the last one that's currently um, flagged up is. Firestorm Games in Newport um, on the 21st of October. Um, so, yeah, they're they're going to be running like two or three a month, basically from, I'm going to say, July, because there's one in May, none in, well, none really in June, apart from the Welsh Open. Um, and then kind of in July and August, they're kind of hitting in earnest. So, um, yeah, um, including the Element Games Stockport one, our one on the 26th. Um, of August, which sadly I can't go to because it is my daughter's birthday, so I won't be there. But um, everybody else from the Sith Takers will, doubtless. Um, and tickets are already selling. Cancel it or something. Cancel her birthday. Move yeah, it to just, a different time of up, the year. If she just acts up once, go. Well, no, you've got to stay. Whatever age you are. So the thing is, because so this is a this is a, a, a something that parents of children will be like, yep, yep, recognize that. She's a summer baby, which means that she can't have her birthday party in the summer because nobody turns up to yeah. kids' birthday parties in the summer. You have to have them in the the weekend at the end of term or the first weekend back after term. So all the July and August babies basically either do special magical birthday stuff with just their family um, or close friends, or they have two birthdays, a bit like the King and Queen. Um, so this is her actual birthday when it's just us as a family going out and doing stuff with her. So, yeah, sadly, I'm not going to make it. I'd love to, but I'm going to try and make one of the other ones. I'm, I'm eyeing up all of the July ones. I'm eyeing up Patriot Games in Sheffield, to be honest with you. In fairness, Rich, you've already managed to get yourself a green card for Games Expo and World. So yeah, I, 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 I completely understand what you're saying, because <laughs> I, I think I think uh, you would be uh, living on a very uh, thin ice, I think, if you were. Uh... Yeah, so like I reckon by kind of July, August time, as long as it's not the weekend of my kid's birthday, I'd be able to say I'm gonna go for a day um, because I want to win a ticket for Worlds and I want to win a seat at Worlds and you know I also need to practice kind of thing. And as long as it wasn't overlapping anything else, like kind of taking a week, uh, like a day is fine. But it's the it's the two dayers or the the extended time away ones that are the problem, mm. which is why I'm not able to do the Welsh Open. But you're going to the Welsh Open with Ben, aren't you, Tim? Yes, yes. And I think there's. Are you, are you doing it, Liam? Uh, I'm not too sure yet. We've you're not uh, decided. Current life changes. Uh, oh. I need to plan and see what is doable. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like it's a, a you're a very firm maybe. 
And if you do decide to go, you'll be deciding to go on the Friday before. <laughs> where you phone them up uh, and go, you got tickets. <laughs> yeah, earliest the the week before, and I'll be if, even if it's sold out, I'll be like, Dylan, can you squeeze one more table in for me? Like I did at his local store uh, store tournament a few months back. And he'll say yes. Of course he will. Yeah. So I'm X Wing famous according to Rich Greenway. <laughs> Is that famously bad at X Wing? That should be our, our... enough times. <laughs> I know, sadly. Um that should be our that should be our podcast tagline. It's like we're we're above average occasionally, but sometimes very below average. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, don't listen to us if you want top level tournament advice and guidance and stuff. Um other than don't don't play X Wing in March. I pointed this out actually. I always get into my mental kind of fugue state in kind of February, March before the kind of the clocks go forward and and everything cheers up and stuff and it's when I just like can't really be bothered and I can't get my head into it and I'm not thinking properly and all that kind of stuff um and that's when I'm going to be going all the way to Chicago to play in Worlds right in the middle of that kind of can I be bothered with anything phase of my brain so um yeah it's going to be super is it a bit like Harry Kane doesn't score in August basically yeah it's a bit like what happens to Tottenham Hotspur in May uh, and so, and, and fairness, months. April and March and yeah, um, absolute banter club. I've spursed it up again. Never mind. I mean, right before we start talking about football, let's let's wrap it up, and then we can talk about football when we're not recording. So, um, have you any shout outs to do, Liam? You know it's coming. Uh, Board in Brum. We got an event <gasps> on the twentieth. Um, so please come down to that. Uh, I would like to play this time, so hopefully there's odd numbers. But if not, <laughs> please come down and play. It was good last time. It will be run slightly better this time because I will do everything in my power to remember there's an event on instead of just standing outside. So, yeah. Uh, cool. And shout out to Chris Mitchell for putting all the effort in with the expo and an anti-shout out for not getting all the points out that's not directed at chris that's directed to the yeah. people that should be getting the points yeah out. chris yeah chris use your power to force them or something please <laughs> thank you i just want to be excited to play x-wing at the expo so please give us new points please all right tim have you any shout outs yeah, I played my league game versus Niels uh, this week and had a really enjoyable game. Uh, took Dom Flanagan's CIS list and had a lot of fun. Uh, not used that before, and I'm also uh, historically been very bad at flying fire sprays, but had a lot of fun with that list, um, including uh, Django and DBS uh, pretty much taking out Wolf in one round of shooting. So that was a, a lot of fun. Uh, not a Nazi, uh, not a lot of fun for Niels, but. Uh, a lot of fun for me, and yeah, it was a, a nice day's gaming on Saturday when I was feeling pretty under the weather. Yeah, lovely, lovely man, Neil. Um, he works in the NHS as well, which is lovely. Yeah, I need to catch up with him because he was actually testing the list that he was going to take to an in-person event on the Sunday. So we had a good chat afterwards <laughs> and about like various, you know, perhaps ships that he could adjust and stuff. So we were chatting about the. Uh, um, the benefits of the uh, the good clone that is Click, and so it'll be interesting to see how he got on with that. Mm-hmm. Was he 
Okay, yeah. I'll be, I'm always interested in a bit of uh, we, stuff. We, we, we were discussing like the differences between taking kickback in your list and click in your list and, and, and the options they give you. Uh, like Kickback is very much a defensive piece um, and the Torrent's dial is pretty naff, whereas the V-Wing uh, click is very much can be a defensive piece with dedicated and his ability to take away range one but also if you want to turn on the offense uh, he's got a very good dial he can boost target lock you give him the best title if you build it yourself um potentially take a bomb you know there's a few a few options there so i'll be quite interested to see how neil's got on uh with with that but i i you know i love click yeah yeah click's great Click's one of the things that you kind of have to have a really good reason not to use him in any Republic list. So, yeah, yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah, cool. All right, um, yeah. I've done my shout outs earlier on, so um, I'm not going to do any more. Uh, I think I'm quite looking forward to jumping back on the tournament prep bandwagon, but sadly, I'm not able to make club nights this week because I have to go to London on Wednesday morning at very early. So. I shan't be playing X-Wing uh, this week in person. Uh, so I'm going to try and get as many um, online games on TTS as I can to start repping these um, try-hard worlds lists that I'm looking at and see which one I'm going to end up taking. So happy days. All right. Thank you very much for joining me then this evening. And I'll say goodbye from Liam. Toodles. Uh, goodbye from Tim. Goodbye. Uh, ben didn't join us, so we don't care about him. And it's a goodbye from me. Goodbye. Stefania, mamo, mamo, Stefania, rozkwitaje pole, a wona syvije, zaspiwaj meni, mamo, kolesko, uchoczuście poczuty twoje rite słowo. Wona mene kolesala dala meni ryte, mi na pane solo bole, ne zabrato mene, bo dala wona na pane stala, może bilczy i wicola, mona loma, ne me dorohome, prejdu ja zaspię do tebe, wona ne rozbudzi, ty budzi, mene w syni buri, zabere babuli.